0: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the NXT edition of Sour Grabs. I've held off on calling it that officially because there was always hope that we one day might be able to move past this latest chapter and be better. But... I'm here with my co-host uh, Kate Hensler. This is I'm Alex Pulaski, and we're going to talk about NXT and about stuff. Listen, uh, Kate, I, I I brought this up to you before the show started when we were just hanging out together, waiting for the thing to start. And uh, it's like imagine you had a a, a beloved family pet who's getting older, more sickly. You take him into the vet, and they want to keep him overnight for observation. And you, they say he's going to be fine. We think but we're going to start him on some experimental medi- uh, medication and see if that brings him around. And you don't you don't want to tell the kids that that Fido is headed to a farm upstate. You don't want to do that. So so you 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 convince yourself he's going to be okay and then the vet calls you and says you might want to come down here and take a look. And you get there and they say, "Well, there's been some side effects of the new medication." And you go and see your dog and he's like rainbow colored and you're like, "What happened?" What happened? Why is he rainbow colored? And they're like, we don't know. We're vets. We have no idea. Why is why is he colored like a rainbow? We don't know. And then and then your dog dies, and it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Ra- the rainbow disease.
1: They go and sign a seven foot. Uh, well, we'll, plan we'll get we'll dogs. get to that
0: very specifically. <laughs> we'll get that to that very specifically. I think. But but yeah, there's they're they're, they're going in a whole new direction. Um. Uh yes uh so anyway uh it's the NXT show uh please do um subscribe drop a like tap the bell for notifications uh send in a super chat that's the best way to support us uh and uh, 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 we really appreciate it uh, also subscribe to Fightful Select where you get me uh. Just irrationally angry about about Raw and SmackDown. Uh, it's Great. it's unhealthy, but it's, it's but it's fun. People like it. It's cathartic for some. Kate seems to like it, so you know what do you know?
1: Um, Why go to therapy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, that's not true. If you need therapy, go to therapy. Right. But the therapy that I would need from Raw and SmackDown would be like yeah. way extra money that right. I can't afford on top no. of just like regular things. Don't treat your mental health with it. But you can treat your wrestling mental health with it.
0: Yeah, if wrestling mental health can be taken care of for just $5 a month, it's pretty good.
1: That's a really good deal.
0: Um, Joey Donuts sends in our first Super Chat, says, look in my eyes, what do you see? A calyx of personality.
1: Oh, yeah, and you're also going to get that. On the post show of All Out, it's going to be me and Alex holding down the fort. So you're going to get a calyx of personality in full force, and I am pumped because Alex and I are going to get to be happy. I think. Uh,
0: Yes. Oh, very happy. So, (laughs) inconsolably joyous. (laughs) Um, uh, This is why I'm hoping personally that for some reason they they open the show with CM Punk versus Darby. So you have what, it's an AEW show. So what, four and a half hours between the end of the first match and the end of the night to let it all dissipate. Because if you go straight from seeing CM Punk win his first match in seven years to being on the show, you're just gonna be a ball of light with no vocal cords because you'll have been screaming. And it would be really hard for me to host the show by myself.
1: That is a very uh, good point and I will just be crying.
0: That's true, yeah. <laughs> Uh Ricardo says, Hey Kalex, give me some entertainment. We're gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna try. NXT uh,
1: attempted to
0: Yeah. Uh and Nerd guru says, hashtag team kalex. Also, NXT is watching a car crash in slow motion. It breaks my heart. My dear god, what do they do to Diamond Mind? The end is near. Uh we'll see. We'll 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 see what they did to Diamond Mine Um, it's like watching, you know what it is? It's like it's like watching um. A movie where like they show you the end and then they go back and show you how you got there. We all know how this is gonna end, yeah. it's gonna be horrible. And so we're watching like for little signs of what's gonna oh this is this was the signal that something if they had only made this different decision, things might have looked uh oh, darn. They're That's
1: Tarantinoing the shit out yeah. of us right now. That's yeah. what's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, John's genre- kind
1: of like watching. You know, like the second before a leaf falls off a tree? Yeah. It's like watching that. Yeah, it's true. That's very good.
0: Um, uh, Aaron says, I don't wish to be mean, but I can't take uh, Pete Dunn seriously with that top topknot. Uh, I mean, Brock Lesnar's got one. Do you take him seriously? Uh, also, cheers to the A team. I think we should call it the K-A team.
1: I'll take that. I'll take yeah, either, really. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> if you're saying we're the best, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: Ryan says that you didn't dress up. You promised. You let us all down. Uh, I saw. I saw that that tweet. Yes. Let's not have wardrobe malfunctions. But I. But I I appreciated the tweet. Go and go to go to Kate's Twitter. You'll find the outfit that she might have worn, but but for uh, uh, you know uh, an ill fitting garment.
1: I am a professional, kind of.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Shout out to Kate for the back and forth on Twitter talking about Carmelo Hayes and Swerve Scott. I missed this.
1: Oh, shout out to you. Yeah, we can talk about it later. But I just yeah. thought it yeah, would well, be weird for Carmelo Hayes to not go for the big guns in this company. But we'll get, right.
0: We'll yeah, yeah. Uh, Lisa Lockhart says, "Team uh, Kale all the way." So uh, it's I, I think we're I think we decided it's Kalex. I think we have simply because it's now a lexicon on other shows. So, like, we, we we can't change it now. That'd be like going from calling somebody, uh, I don't know, Apollo Cruz, uh, back to Apollo and then back to Apollo Cruz later. You can't do that. Like, Mustafa Ali is Ali and then Mustafa Ali again. It's just crazy. Yeah, like, no one, no one in their right mind would make a decision like that. So, we're not going to do it.
1: In their right mind is yes. the key <laughs> phrase of that sentence.
0: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, to the moon, or as as Car- as as Cameron Grimes did today, to the moon because he <laughs> likes puns. Um. Okay. Uh. So this might get us right into the first uh thing. Uh. Young Drizzy sends in. Though I hated the Mandy versus Saray finish. It's setting up Mandy to become the next Trish based on next week. Uh I also I love that more women are used. Uh. Okay. Great let's talk about this um Mandy Rose comes out flanked by JC Jane and Gigi Dolan and they are still wearing their normal Gigi Dolan and JC Jane stuff and what it looks like it what it looked like to me was that like like um like there's a a, a hidden deleted um, storyline from like Mean Girls where Regina George kicks the other girls to the curb and goes and recruits a couple of like burnouts that are smoking behind the gym and like, you're my next two, you're my new two henchwomen, and they're like I guess, because they do not look like they go together at all and when they were walking out, Gigi Dolan and JCJ looked like they wanted to be anywhere else but there, which makes sense, but then we see that they absolutely have Mandy Rose's back and um, So I guess that's good. Uh, Mandy Rose is facing Sarray. And this was the first of two times that I was like, oh, darn, my favorite is going to be used to put over somebody I don't really love. And both times, that didn't happen. So I was very happy about that on this episode of NXT, because Mandy Rose lost. I mean... Lost. She left on purpose because, as we've seen, this is the, this is long-term storytelling. Months ago, she and Dana Brooke on Raw had a tag team title match uh, against Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and they made Nia very angry. Which, as we saw last night, is probably not the best thing to do. Not great. They, maybe, maybe they were right to do this, but they just left during the title match, took a voluntary count out. And said, that's not worth it. It's not worth it. Sorry, it's not worth it. Um, and and they never got another title match as a tag team. They literally walked out on their last ever tag team title shot. But Mandy Rose has been established as somebody who voluntarily walks away from matches. So she got kicked in the face really hard. Um, and J.C. Jane and Gigi Dolan pretended that she was like disfigured. Um, like she needs plastic surgery. Uh, and they threw a towel over her face and walked away, w- leading her to the back. And that was the end of, of, of the match. Your thoughts, Are oh. b- b- our, our women's wrestling expert.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, I don't like non-finishes, but this one wasn't the worst. I don't like it kicking off the show at all. And I don't feel like Gigi Dolan is someone that listens to anybody else literally ever. I think she's way too cool um, and too much of a... Like, Hell's Favorite, Harlot doesn't, like, hang out with Regina George. That's Janice Ian, damn it! (laughs) So I don't know what Mandy Rose has done to kind of, like, earn their loyalty, which is a little bit annoying. But also nothing is ever planned ever, and she kind of just got sent down from the main roster. And I know they've had, like, some segments, but, like... Gigi's a badass. And if she's going to have your back, I would think there'd be something kind of like in it for her a little bit Mm -hmm. more. But this was fine. Um, I I just did not like it opening up the show if you were going to go with a false finish. But this didn't feel like a pointless false finish or something that's going to lead to a bunch of 50 50 booking. Like it made sense for the story that they're telling. I just like wins and losses. That's all.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Me too. I am also a fan of the wins and the losses. I'm I'm always in that this, this, this felt very much like something they would do on the main roster. And, and they have done many, many times the main roster and it doesn't, it, I don't need it in NXT. You can figure out a way to make this work. Yeah. Um, Saray could, could win the match after, you know, Mandy Rose is uh, horribly, uh, you know, worried about her face, but I just love the image of her taking a dropkick to the face. Now I love Saray's running dropkick in the ropes. It always looks brutal. Uh, and Maddie Rose, this is how Maddie Rose sells, is by just covering up her face and weren- running away. But it did—it reminded me so much of that scene from from the Jack Nicholson Batman, where he's getting getting plastic surgeon from like this back alley doctor, and he's like, um, he 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 takes off the bandages, and he's like, let's see how we did, and then he's he's just stricken with shock to see Jack Nicholson's face, and he goes, ah. Uh, ah, uh, mirror, and he, like, asked for the hand mirror. He's like, ah. It's like, you, you have to understand that the nerves were completely safe with Mr. Napier. I did what I could. You see what I have to work with here? And it's like butcher's tools. Like, that's what I, I need that scene next week. Maddie Rose gets horrible, crazy plastic surgery, like, like an eye is out of place. Like, give me some prosthetics and everything. I need it. I got to have it. Because cause now... Maybe if she's she thinks she's disfigured, then she'll become a burnout like the other girls. And then maybe we'll get a little role reversal.
1: I mean, I have in my notes, <laughs> I was like, is she a luchador? Because the way she covered <laughs> <laughs> her face looked yes. like she was on Mavs, <laughs> <starts> <laughs> Lucha Mandy written in my Mavs yeah, in my notes. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen this this angle done a million times, right? We saw Cody with it. We yeah. we saw so many people that uh, their their money maker has gotten sure. uh, messed up. So I'm kind of okay with that with Mandy. I actually have kind of liked her in this role. I just haven't liked the context around this role. But I'm but yeah. I'm happy
0: she's finally wrestling. Um, yeah, she's
1: pretty good. You know, <laughs> yeah,
0: like she's she's a lot better than she used to be. Yeah, uh, you can see her improving on the main roster. Um, her being, you know, sent back down you know, quote unquote, um, I don't think spoke like to how much she had improved. Um, and, uh, I just didn't want her to be, uh, I don't want her, I don't want her to be like, she's Eva Marie who actually wrestles. You <laughs> yes. know what I mean? Like, cause Eva Marie doesn't actually wrestle, but it's basically like, she's all about the looks and everything. Just let Manny Rose wrestle and try and win. You know, that's, that's, that's good. Um, later in the night, we see um, Saray got laid out backstage by G.E. Dolan and J.C. Jane. Um, so maybe she really did like like break her face in several places, as because it seems like if it was all an act to get out of the match, you wouldn't have to send your goon squad to beat up the woman who disfigured you, fake also, disfigured you.
1: Did this look like a college dorm to you? It did. It it to me, per- the poster on the wall. Yeah, what, what was happening? I'm there?
0: I'm pretty sure. Just the PC is just like like a single floor of a of a college dorm.
1: I think so too.
0: Yeah, it just feels like that to me. <laughs> um. Uh, Emily Cease says, "RIP to NXT." Let's have a new logo or whatever. <laughs> let's let's go under the. Let's just do the. What was your first thought when you saw the logo? Uh, Kate Hensler
1: my first thought was okay this is very different but my second thought was what wonderful irony that we are getting this colorful rainbow while they're about to go produce the carbon copy of the same wrestler over and over and over again and like you have the red brand and you have the blue brand and now you're gonna have because this isn't a brand anymore like i was like oh perfect we can't call this like the blue, pink, yellow, green, whatever brand, like the Roy G Biv brand doesn't really work. So like that that's kind of where my thoughts went, but I was just like what the hell is this? And then like, oh, this is cute. You're giving us a bunch of, of colors as soon as this is becoming just the least diverse place mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my 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 first thought was take a look. It's a heel hook. It's wrestling rainbow. Um <laughs> But no, my, my first thought was this is the most cynical thing I've ever seen because um the like I mean Triple H presided over um the metal nxt, like that was his baby, that was his aesthetic. That's what he said. Because this is what I love, this is my brand, I'm giving it to it. And after WrestleMania, the like the re logo was was literally a golden skull with a crown and black raven's wings and it's the it's over the top and like this like it's like that's a little on the nose for your metal brand um and and it it just it just feels to me like they were like okay so not that what's the opposite of that rainbows and wale doing a hip-hop track and now it's fixed we fixed it, everybody. We fixed NXT because there's no Golden Skull anymore. It fe- it feels like they went to like a strip mall, and they pulled somebody off the street who had nothing else better to do, and did a focus group. And it was one guy, and they were like, uh, "Hi, uh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Steve. Okay, Steve, uh, do you follow wrestling at all? No. Uh, have you ever watched NXT? What's that? Perfect." Your exact demographic we're looking for. People mm-hmm. who don't watch wrestling and have never watched NXT. So here's five minutes of NXT. Watch that and then tell us what you don't like. Well, it's kind of dark. Uh, like there's, there's lighting's all dark and it's like, it's kind of monochromatic and like, aha, so bright colors. Perfect. Thanks, Steve. You're the one person we talked to about this and you changed everything about NXT. I have no idea. Also. If that's going to work. Oh, it's, the it's off, X is
1: off center.
0: It's off center. I mean, this bo- this bothers a lot of people. I honestly didn't see it the first 10 times I looked at the logo. And now that people are complaining about it, I'm like, I guess so, but I'm like the most like whatever. I don't I don't have like an aesthetic where everything's got to be perfectly aligned. I don't have that oh my in gosh. my brain.
1: But it's in the middle and it's the symmetrical letter.
0: <laughs> right, no, I I totally get it. For people who are into graphic design, it bothers the hell out of them. I like. I don't. I didn't see it. I see it now, but I'm like, oh, it doesn't do anything to me. But I get why people are like, this is not how you design a logo.
1: But and yeah. that goes back to like the merch. Like that's also not how you design. I'm like, you are the most resourced company in the world. How are yeah. you making amateur graphic design? Stay? Right. Right. <sighs>
0: WWE Mark says NXT sucked turning on uh turn on heels relying on your review well here we go I hope you like it WWE Mark um uh Chaos Control says the best fightful team is back to review the X-Man 3 of wrestling oh no is it that bad it is the last stand though uh uh he says that he thinks that Kate has become his adult crush well there you go <laughs> that's nice
1: you thirst trap him with the funeral wear <laughs> <laughs> the ridiculous sequin outfits, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, uh, Matt rakiel says, uh, Team Kalex all day. I'll be listening to the rest of the pod on the plane to Chicago. Ooh, going to Chicago for the big show.
1: Yeah, he is. The um, Paul White, if you will.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Nerd Guru is sending me a super chat. For the show that I do after this, which doesn't get super chats because it's on the it's on FIFO Select. Uh, so he's sending me five dollars for when I go nuclear sour on the unprofessionalism of Nia Jack's shoot or work shoot, it was god awful. Yeah, that's surprisingly not the thing I had the most the biggest problem with from last <laughs> night. <laughs> I find weird things to be really angry about. Um, Guru says Mandy can't lead a faction, she fits better as second in command to whatever Frankie Monet has going on. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm worried they're gonna have like a weird like. Um, you can't have two things going on in the same. Like it's weird. Um, remember how they used to do? Um, Hollywood would like. We're gonna release Deep Impact and Armageddon within four weeks of each other and hope nobody can tell that we have two comet movies. I'm like, no, no. One's a meteor one's a comet. I get it. But basically it's the same thing. And they're coming out within a month of each other. You can't do that. I don't think we can do a Frankie Monet-led faction and a Mandy Rose-led faction. And they're both basically the same. They fill the... another sort they of the same character, but they fill the same function in a wrestling company. And that's hard to do those at the same time. But what do I know? On Raw, they have three, count them, three oddball tag teams. Like, oh hey, hey, Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Um, like Mustafa's trying to teach him how to be a heel, and Mansoor's trying to teach him how to be a baby face again, and that's cool. And Riddle just wants to ride a scooter and Randy's all. Mm. And then we got and then we got Rhea Ripley and, and and Nikki ASH. And now they're friends, even though they wanted to kill each other two weeks ago. But can they coexist? So if we do those three things at the same time on Raw, who's to say we can't do Frankie Monet and Mandy Rose leading factions?
1: First of all, how dare you call women and wrestling friends? They are best friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, besties.
1: They're only best friends yeah, yeah. or mortal enemies. I don't yeah. just have normal, healthy relationships as no. a woman. Best yeah. friends. Yes. Enemies.
0: Yeah. And the 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 best way to become enemies is to be best friends and to have that one best friend betray you.
1: That's
0: it. Just what a betrayal.
1: Exactly true. That's how women work.
0: <laughs> yes, it's all. That's the only way women work. I totally get it. Uh, Chris Rains says, "I'm here for some more Team Kalex fun. Getting so excited for all the Chicago craziness this weekend." Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Kevin Seats is uh, mentioning my my T-shirt. Big Kahuna. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. Ain't never had one myself. How are they? Uh, I, I wish. I wish they were. I wish it was a real thing but that's just just his t-shirt. I would love a Hawaiian burger. That would be good. Um,
1: Super chat more so Alex can buy Hawaiian burgers.
0: (laughs) I guess. I mean, don't they have like a Hawaiian burger at Red Robin? I never, I'm like, I'm so bad. Like when I go to places, I'm like, I know what I like and I will get that. Oh, I'm the same way. Trying something new, different. No. No, I give courtesy
1: looks through the menu. Oh yeah, I'm not going to get Pad Thai at this Thai place. Sure.
0: Right, right. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what happened next? <laughs> I love doing this show. Um, okay, so, okay, what happened? No, oh, what happens next? Tommaso Ciampa uh, gets to, to, to cut a little promo talking about what what, what they did to Timmy. And Tommy's taking out revenge. He's going for revenge. And it was very poignant, I thought. They've set up... Uh, the convention of Tommaso Ciampa sitting in a chair and Toothless Timmy sitting in a chair next to him. And at the end of the promo, Tommaso Ciampa gets up and throws his chair behind him and smashes against the garage door. And Toothless Timmy just stays there and then smiles into the camera. And that's the convention they've used. But now Toothless Timmy's not there. So when he throws the chair behind him and runs away, it's just an empty chair where Toothless Timmy should be. And it made me feel like, oh... Tommy Tommy's alone. He doesn't have his best friend with him. How 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 will he ever overcome these odds later tonight against Rich Holland? Because Rich Holland has his best friend with him—not only Lorkin, not Danny Birch, not not Pete Dunn. I'm talking about the big black cock that he comes out with and points, points directly to the screen. That's his best friend. That's his best friend. Um,
1: That's some women's best friend too. That's yeah, no, real, it's right? true. It's true. On.
0: It's it, he calls him he, he calls him cocky. He's like, come on, cocky. We got to go out and have a match. Like, okay, let's go. Uh, anyway, uh, that was a match. We'll talk about when we get to it. Um, what did, did you have anything to say about this little promo? I thought it, I thought it was effective. Um, I, I love Tommaso Ciampa. Um, him never getting to hold Goldie again after he had to give it up because he was hurt, um, and then his, and his daughter was born, and like it was like dedicated to like that, like. I hope he gets to be champion one more time. Like really, I really I do. So so I have a really soft spot for him, but I don't know. What are what are your Tommaso Ciampa feels?
1: Oh, I love him. I think he's kind of similar to how Eddie Kingston is in AEW to me, where I just everything feels very real and I buy everything he says. And I think he is great when he has belts, but he is the last guy to need one because he's just there to kick everybody's ass. And I love characters like that. Face, heel, I don't give a crap. If you're there to kick everybody's ass, I'm in on it. Yeah. Um, I would love for him to have another title run, but I don't know what any of this means anymore. That's the tricky thing about these episodes is I'm so like different. they're acting like this is all building to something. I don't know what that is anymore. Like, right. what does that look like? So I mean Champa can't really do anything wrong. This was short and sweet. Yeah. Um, I like I buy it when he throws a chair. I'm like, yeah, this dude's really gonna kick someone's ass.
0: <laughs> I I um, I I I think that the thing that I always looked at was that he didn't really care about being the champion. He just wanted to make sure Johnny wasn't the champion. That was the big deal to him. And then he got the title. And it, he became, like, entranced by the idea of being champion. And 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 then he had to give it up. And on general principle, he needs it back. Because I never lost that match. Like, that's the thing for him is, like, I if you take that from me, that's fine. I'll go on my merry way. But I had to give that up. That was not my choice. And I'll be damned if I don't have that back. And I, I I've always loved him referring to it as Goldie. I thought that was... That was Me nice. I mean, R- Ridge Holland calls it cocky, and uh, he calls it uh, Goldie. It's very nice.
1: Everything's got nicknames. Everybody's yeah. points of pride have nicknames.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, Tommaso Ciampa has the the NXT title belt, and uh, Ridge Holland has a big black cock. Um, so uh, back from the break, uh, and here comes Duke Hudson to to, to fight Kyle Riley. We didn't actually talk about this on last week's episode. It got we got breezed right by it Um, but I did love uh, Duke Hudson walking up to like gently talk shit to to Kyle O'Reilly like hey uh, like how you doing man look like you got your ass kicked I mean congratulations on the win and everything and Kyle O'Reilly just like slaps him in the face like Kyle (laughs) O'Reilly just flying off the handle in an instant like irrationally makes his character so much more compelling because he's like Hey, I'm cool, Kyle. I'm totally cool. I'm gonna do a sick burn, but anyway, I might just slap a dude who's a foot taller than me in the face, and I think it's kind of cool.
1: That and I feel like you've also met that person the guy that's oh, like yeah. cool until they're not like, yeah. I <laughs> like we know that guy. That yeah. guy's great, right? Um, yeah, I, I have liked what I've seen of Duke Hudson so far. I think he's got room to grow, but that's fine, he should. Um, but yeah, I, I liked last week's segment and I, there's a lot of things that I really liked about this match if you want to get into it.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I really liked the match. I, I... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. I think it's one of those things of like Duke Hudson is I believe he's over 30. I don't know how old he is. He looks over 30. Remember no over 30 and no vanilla m words. But he's over if he is over 30, he's definitely not an m word. Uh not a little person. Um and I think he's so natural on on the mic and giving just like not even on the mic just like giving promos backstage and stuff. He's so natural that kind of easy, effortless, uh, delivery of his lines is something that's really hard to teach. You either have it or you don't. And he does. And that's really interesting to me. I think that he's the kind of guy that if you strapped a rocket to him, like, and you said, we're going to give you like six wins in a row. Um, like he's the kind of guy you could groom to like bypass everything else and take that title off of Samoa Joe. Like he's He's big, he's 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 handsome, he's he can talk great, he's got an accent. Like it's there's a lot of really good things about Duke Hudson. Um, and yet, like I, I'm also content to see him perform really, really well in a loss against Kyle O'Reilly. Like it's a weird thing for me. He's one of those guys that like, depending on how they book him, could could go any number of ways, including all the way to the top if they decided to.
1: Sure. He's definitely someone you could book. Win after win after win, have him go up to the main roster, go two and two for no reason. He's that guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's he's great. I um I I think there's a lot of value to him on both sides of the coin, like you just said. And there was a lot that I loved from Kyle in this match. The the ribs, everything that they did with the ribs in this match to me was great. Yeah. Um, Duke Hudson going harder on them after they were already injured. Kyle O'Reilly going to Irish whip him and being like. I can't. My ribs hurt. When you're injured, your performance should be affected by such things. I also liked commentary putting over Kyle O'Reilly's uh, story in this a little bit. Wade Barrett had said something to the effect of, uh, you know, the bigger you are, the bigger the target you are. Sometimes that's not always a great thing. What a great way to articulate the the size differential between the two. I really appreciated his commentary on that, but just a lot of really great things in this match I felt like Duke Hudson was great I felt like this was Kyle O'Reilly doing a great job of storytelling though from the finish um the way he was taking some of those boots from him like so fantastic and just a really great sound way for a smaller dude to win a match I felt like there were so many believable moments in here
0: yeah uh I, I really uh I really enjoyed uh, the match. Um, I I also loved, like, oh, okay, well, uh, you can't hit my ribs if I did wreck both of your knees. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to tear both of your knees apart, and now you can't hit me in the ribs anymore. Um, And then, like, the flying knee off the top rope to the back of the knee, that looked really vicious. Um, And then they get to see, uh like, I think... Kyle O'Reilly has had a heel hook t shirt for months. And when they when they gave it to him, he hadn't yet won a match with a heel hook. Like I feel like that, if that's the way he's going to win matches, I love that like, like, no, I'm 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 gonna use this move. It really hurts. You're gonna tap out to it. If I get it in, that's it. That's it for you. I think we need more of those guys in NXT with like an ironclad um uh f- submission finisher. Like if I lock it in the middle of the ring, you're not getting out of it. Um, And I think Kyle O'Reilly is a perfect guy to do that. Um, But I I feel like they don't have one. Like they have guys who are like, I'm going to choke you. Like, that's not the same thing as like a, a, like a great limb submission. Like, I feel like that is, that is endemic only to that particular guy. I think that works a lot. And I think Kyle's perfect for it. And that's a, it's a good one to use too. Agreed. Um, so, uh, Ilya Dragunov comes out, uh, and, um, and he is, he is limping like, like, like give the guy a crutch or a, or, or something like, a like, like he was, he had one leg entirely bent. Like he was putting zero weight on, on his left leg. Uh, like he was walking around like a flamingo and he, he was walks in the middle of the ring and his, you could tell his, his, his right leg was bent like this underneath his slacks. Like, dude, you're going to tear out your other knee, putting all of your weight on it. Don't do that. Um, like, just, like, you could sell a different way.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> but, we can't.
0: But,
1: but okay. To be like this.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, the, the crowd was into it. Like, this was like the, the full sale crowd to me tonight. They were given some really good responses to people. The, they wouldn't let him talk. They were given a, you deserve it. A please don't go chant broke out. Uh, um, Ilian. Uh, uh, Illy Dragunov, uh, got cuts of, like, you know, um, uh, now we know what is. It is time. This is where it, is, it means to be NXT UK champion. I uh, I am the man who has begun the biggest battle of his life, and this I I would like to come back here someday, perhaps when you don't have as many COVID cases, but some other time, perhaps I will come back and we will see what will happen then. But until now, I am Cesar, and I am like. He's got the biggest, like most obvious German accent, but everything about him, his whole character is Russian. It's a very <laughs> odd thing. Um, but I, I think he's he's great. Uh, like that's that's that he got busted open in that uh Roddy Strong match. Um that is a gnarly ass scab that he's got <laughs> yes. over here. Like it is this it wow. That is bad, bad that 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 is that what happened to Mandy Rose? Because if so, throw oh. a towel over it. Like that, that looks bad only um,
1: a best friend yeah oh, only affect yeah. that for you That's true
0: um I, I I don't know what their plans are with with nXT uk because um because Dragonov is, is not a big boy uh, a big boy is 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 Walter so I don't know what their whole thing is like if is is it is it okay to be um a vanilla little person if you're in the uk uh, I don't know like I don't know what that I don't know what the future holds for that at all. Um, but I, 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 I love it. I I love him being the champion. That's something different. There was a really cool thing I saw where it, it, it dawned on me that like we had that NXT UK championship tournament, um, uh, five years ago. And it's just been four dudes. Uh, and one guy has been the champ for a week and the other guy was champ for like less than a year, Tyler Bates. And it's just the other guys, and that's it. And Pete Dunn had a really long run, and then yeah. Walter was like, "Hold my beer," and he <laughs> had the longest run ever. And and so I'm, I, I, here's a, it's a lager, it's a big giant Stein of beer. Hold it for me. It's too heavy for you. You can put it down. Um, I, I I I think it's really cool that like they've only had the four, um, and Ilya Ilya Dragunov. Who knows how long he's going to hold it.
1: Yeah, first of all, if you haven't left a thumbs up on this video after those accents that Alex just did, I don't know what you're waiting for. So give us a thumbs up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's my favorite part of the show, and I'm on it. It's the best. Uh, I I love Dragunov. He's he's like the perfect, just iconic wrestling guy. Like, his intensity. I feel like when he had that scab, he was like, yeah, I've got this nasty (laughs) scab, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to give this promo like what what an absolute little badass i love him i had several moments in in the show where i was like what are they going to do with NXT uk like they've brought a few people over are they testing them out are they abandoning the rest of it like are these people going here and then up to the main roster because it seems silly to bring them to NXT first it's just a very confusing landscape and it it makes watching these things kind of cloudy but as far as Dragunov goes, like, I I love this dude. And when you said that about Pete Dunne and Walter, I was thinking about, like, God, that match was incredible. And to start Walter's reign with that and then to end it with this incredible match, like, what yeah. a beautiful bookend to such an awesome championship reign. Like, yeah, I, I just absolutely love that that's how he got to start and, and finish his championship run so um yeah i I liked this promo it was kind of typical but the crowd reaction was great and it kind of should have been typical like he slayed the dragon you know what i mean the general he's gone so um but what does happen next i just genuinely have no idea and not like in a fun way like in a i don't know what's happening with this entire promotion way so i guess we kind of just have to hang in there
0: yeah yeah i'm uh I it's been it's been a while and uh, uh, since the match and I haven't got a chance to give my hot take. Um, uh, so I I loved uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragonov and I didn't love the finish.
1: Uh, I, there's a few people that feel that way I think.
0: I wanted Walter to pass out. I wanted him to not give up. That championship that he has h- held on to for 800 days or whatever to like force Ilya to choke him almost to death because he's just not doing it. Like Ilya gets on his back and it's basically I wanted to be I wanted I wanted it to be the the Wesley versus Fezzik scene from from Princess Bride where he's just choking him and finally he goes down to one knee and then to all fours and then he slumps down face face down out. And and the and the ref has to lift up an arm and it falls back down and that's it. Like like I, that was what I really wanted. It, it it didn't make a lot of sense for Walter to be like, I am the greatest fighter you've ever seen. I will chop your heart so so much it explodes. But please don't hurt my neck. I, I please no. I I can't do it anymore. You can have my title now. I don't want it. Um. I I thought that was one thing I I didn't love. The match was amazing. I just I wish he'd passed out. That's my that's my hot take. Um, uh, so yeah, we we go right from an in ring interview uh, interview promo to a backstage interview. rush Marchese interviews Kaylee Ray, and she just talks shit about everybody. She's like, "Yeah, you and you and you and you and you you all suck, but especially you." Well, no, she did say, "Who the hell is is Zoe? Who's Zoe Stark? Who th- who the, who is Zoe Stark?" And I'm like. Well, honestly, I, I don't know anymore. We uh, don't know either. We yet. D- we have no idea. Can't answer. Um, for you. Uh, she's she's one half of the tag team champions, but what does that mean? Uh, also, uh, she's like Ember Moon sucks uh, the so much so much. Uh, uh, I can't do as thick of a Scottish brogue as she does. <laughs> like Nikki Cross uh, has is has a really good it was very thick Scottish accent, um, but hers is done for with the powers of good. And Kaylee Ray is done with the powers of evil, and it's like it's way over. Like uh, Drew McIntyre is like, hold on, like you can <laughs> you can look and slow down. I'm over here cutting promos about how I stole my sword from the belly of the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> and I'm like one quarter as Scottish as you are. Mm-hmm. So let's just you know,
1: hold my sword, bro. Yeah, exactly. exactly where he's yeah.
0: at. <laughs> um, I, I, I like Kaylee Ray. I'm glad she's here. Uh, we see later Ember Moon responding to it. It's her birthday. Uh, she says, um, uh, and that 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 she heard Kaylee Ray talk a shit about her, and she's like, "You could stop that, or I can make you stop." Uh, how about next week? And I say, "How about yes? I would like to see that match."
1: Yeah, I liked both of these. I feel like if you're Ember Moon, I don't know if the the only thing I didn't like was like her saying you're trying to make a name off of mine, kind of because I don't know if she's like had enough shit in NXT right now, <laughs> now to kind of be pulling that off. But, like, these were fine. I'm excited for that match because I feel like it's going to yeah. be really hard hitting and both of them can really go.
0: I think she's coasting on, I used to be an NXT champion.
1: That's NXT fair.
0: NXT Women's Champion. But to me it was like they could have just had her beat Asuka for it. If they were going to have Asuka, like, uh, lose the, the – the, like, not even really bring up the streak until it was convenient for them – when she lost it to, to Charlotte, um, like just ha- like because it was like I give you this title, and I was like, oh great! Like they, they could they could put it up like in a ladder match, she could win it that way. But they literally just handed her the title, and it was like that doesn't.
1: That's not how a, that works.
0: That's not how that tracks. I don't think.
1: No. Um,
0: uh, Mark uh, Losper says, given how much uh, NXT UK has screwed over the UK Indies, them leaving doesn't seem like it would be the worst thing. Hope you didn't miss uh, Nia Jack slander. Listen, there's like I, I have so much Nia Jack slander to dish out, on the on the on the on the following show.
1: I don't want to do it twice. Um, I mean, I'm here right now. If you wanted to do part one and two, because I have a lot of things to say about it, but we also have to fit into a certain time slot. Yeah, you know, um, I don't want you to be up till dawn talking about Nia. Don't.
0: Trop people on their heads no and and then especially somebody like charlotte and then when that person gets pissed and slaps you in the face for real maybe don't give them the two-piece um yeah. i mean that was that was crazy she um,
1: also did you see the spot with Raya?
0: Oh, yes. No, I was geez. like, she
1: could have concussed both of them in like two minutes. Yeah. Just such an unsafe worker. And I, oh, yeah. Was no, unbelievably no, no, no. Like, protected. And I, I don't get it. Uh,
0: somebody, somebody was posting all the, all the gifs of, of her injuring people. <laughs> and it was like, and like seven of them are Kyrie Sane. And like, maybe that's Kairi Sane's like, like you know go. what? I quit. I
1: quit wrestling. Goodbye. Yeah, and she was, like, literally yelling, hey, don't throw me into the ropes. <laughs> but, like, Jesus. something bad happened, which was the coolest thing that happened at the same time, which was she punched Becky in the face, and Becky made it incredible. And then yeah. I feel like people, like, started to justify that that was okay, and it super is not. No. No, like it was,
0: it was the, the, the craziest happy accident ever, because uh, if they have that match, Ronda versus Becky, Becky loses to Ronda clean, and we never get the actual Becky. We never get it. So thank you, Nia Jax, for being a reckless piece of crap. But don't do that. Don't make it a habit. Um, Joey Magadonitz says, uh, Alex's Arnold impression deserves money. Thank you very much.
1: It was a Walter impression, first well, of all. It's,
0: listen, it's a Walter impression. He just happens <laughs> to sound a lot like Arnold because they are both from Austria. That's all. There you go. Uh, Drake Maverick. Um as, as and Grayson Waller like I like they don't they don't get to talk about it but like they they mention it and we're like this is a weird thing usually uh Drake maverick is the uh feisty one uh and he's got to be the more even keeled one uh, uh usually uh I want to say usually how like what was the, what was the what who was the person that he usually used to team with that he's not teaming with now and what was the, what is the reason why that can't continue to happen i wonder uh, yeah, so yeah, goodbye, Killian Dane. Um, but hello, Grayson Waller, who I don't even know how to describe this dude's look. Like, he's got like frosted tips and a weird goatee, and he's wearing boxing shorts. Um, and he's he's Australian. Like, it was just one of those things of like, somebody uh, on a character creator on 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 a, a WWE 2K hit random and was like, it's, oh, good. No. it's good, it's good, it's good, it's fine. He's from Australia. He's got frosted tips. He wears boxing shorts. Yeah, it's good. Let's just go. Let's go.
1: He's like a boy band member doing one of those gimmick fights. That's what mm. I thought. Like he looks like if you took Lance Bass and was like, You're next against Logan Paul for some reason and you're wearing
0: <laughs> these. Oh, wouldn't it be great if Lance Bass just like cold cocked him? And oh, that was I love the it. end of Jake Paul. That'd be great. Oh,
1: amazing. I just pay comes- money
0: for that. Lance Bass just comes out like this. It just ends up like clocking him right in the nose, and that if he goes down, that'd be great. Bye
1: bye bye, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if you were wondering who was gonna be the one to end your streak, Jake Paul, it's gonna be me.
1: <laughs> um, I could do this the rest of the show. <laughs> it's fine. Uh yeah.
0: Okay, so um yeah, so Grayson Waller gets pinned by the by the key he, he tags himself in because he's a cocky, cocky guy. He's not he's not cocky. He's not no, cocky. He's not, he's yeah, not, no, he's he's not, not Rich Holland cocky, but he's he's cocky. He's <laughs> arrogant. arrogant. Yeah. He's arrogant. Um and uh so he um he tags himself in. Uh Drake Maverick gets thrown into like the weird like light stanchion thing they have out there, which is a weird, it's a bad place for it. Too many pe- too many things can happen, as evidenced by Drake Maverick getting thrown into it. Um, and then, uh, he gets the double, the power bomb uppercut thingy, uh, and he loses. There you go. Yeah.
1: I want Drake Maverick versus Walter. To which our own dude Felice (laughs) said, why do you want to watch someone die, Kate? (laughs) Yeah. And I said, Malachi Black versus Brock Anderson wasn't enough for me. So uh, that's where I want this to go.
0: Yeah. I guess that's true. Um I, I I think I think I think Drake Maverick, like teaching Grayson Waller how to how to be uh, a, a, a NXT superstar is a weird thing. I, it's so many like like if you had to like these are storylines being set up that I feel like are not going to be around in six weeks. like Drake Maverick and, and Grayson Waller as the as the like you know uh, odd couple tag team, I feel like it's not a thing we'll be seeing by mid-october. Um. Yeah, that's not good. Um. Uh, Los Dino uh, is here with a a super take. Think of a super take. It's a it's a wrong take. uh, Pass out finishes are overdone. They mean nothing. Plus, Ilya did a neck crank. If you don't tap, you don't live. Listen. Um, it's fake. It's a fake match. Um, so he wasn't actually gonna kill him. Uh, and pass out finishes mean a lot to me. Uh, they they are overdone. In, in situations that don't warrant them. This is a situation that warranted it. A guy who's been champion and an unbeatable monster for 800 days doesn't just say, here, you may have my championship. It's a fake fight. They chose how to end it. That's how they ended it. That's my
1: point. I kind of feel like I see both sides of the coin. I would prefer what you said, Alex, but if that happened... Like, I think tapping out makes Dragonoff seem like a big deal. Or is right. supposed to. Oh yeah. But, like, it, he didn't come out and do that today. So if thing, you're going to do that, the follow-up should be this. Right,
0: right. Yeah. Uh, Ilya Dragonoff seems like a big deal beating Walter anyway, because nobody can beat Walter. It diminishes Walter by having him tap out. Instead of, it, just to, to me, it does. Not hugely, but it diminishes him. It doesn't make... Uh, dragon off higher than it would if he if he made the guy pass out t- 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 to yes, me sir. um and uh mark Losper says the instinct jokes just got a fightful select sub out of me genius okay all right uh uh uh, Shawn, uh that's that's yes, one Sean? that's one for kim kalex so I I, baby. I I i i i i am anticipating that next month we will we will see in our paychecks that particular fightful select stub just split two there ways between us because otherwise you wouldn't have that money. So, because you know you what, Alex,
1: we're but, not just another player in this game for two. We're not,
0: no, no, we, we're we definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, how
1: good NXT was.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So many in sync references,
0: yeah. Um, oh, no. so yeah, just, Indy says, please give Dexter Loomis a chance. Uh, I'll think about it, and then Loomis is like, "He just, pfft, he just materializes out of thin air." I'll never get tired of that. Um, so there's a report that Gargano is going to be the top heel in NXT moving forward, and I'm like, "Why are you doing that? Why? Like he's so close to being that wonderful, annoying tweener that we we love to hate sometimes, but also root like crazy for. Um, making him the top heel doesn't." Make a lot of sense to me um, because if if you do that, you have to have him like what I don't know, like send Indy to a nunnery and and put, like lock Dexter Loomis in a tower somewhere. Like what is what is he what is he doing that makes him that much more of a heel? Like he's a lovable a hole now, and that's perfect. He's he's walking that tightrope perfectly. You make him the top heel to me. That signifies evil, you know.
1: Well, I think they probably saw how well it's working with Becky, and we're like, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do that. Yeah, too. we're gonna do that because that has got over gangbusters with her. Yeah. Um, hopefully they just mean the most elevated heel, and not that they're making him the most heelity heel ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't have any faith in them.
0: No. <laughs> um, I, I, I liked this match. I like the Johnny Gargano versus LA Knight match. Uh, Larry Knight, La Knight. I liked, I liked it. Um, uh, I I hated the finish because I don't like distraction finishes. Those yeah. uh, like just my my king, my kingdom for one episode of an, a WWE product that doesn't rely on at least one distraction finish. Um, uh, I I thought it was c- cute. That like Dexter wanted to do like the 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 little the high five thing, and Johnny, in spite of himself, wanted to do it too. But then he just like gets turned around right into the to the finisher, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, but I what I did love was Dexter Loomis, and it's 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 very slight, but his his normal. Uh, like big eye thing is this, right? And then once he realized that that he had cost Johnny the match, he went from this to this, which is which is subtle. But I really really appreciated that there was a there was a moment. Yeah,
1: I uh recently showed my sister who does not watch wrestling Dexter Loomis, and her response was <laughs> what. Which means that this character is perfect because yeah, <laughs> yes. that's what your reaction is supposed to be. Um, Yeah, this match was really fun, actually. There were a lot of really fun spots, but I don't want distraction finishes either, and I got two of them in two hours on NXT. Man, yeah. come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gargano versus Knight brought to you by the distraction, <laughs> uh, Nerd Guru says. Agreed. Um, I'm fine
1: if Jeremy's doing it because that's the name of his show.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah i don't i listen i don't know if he deserves this spot either but i could see like, Lanite, uh leading a faction of, of bad guys um that that could be a a a, a, a middle to the top heel entity uh in there i don't know if i need to see uh a a, a Lanite, uh title run or anything like that but him being a thorn in somebody's side, uh, mm-hmm. particularly because of the numbers game, there's got to like, I'm sure, listen, you just went to Vegas and recruited some people. Um, I'm You, you got to have a bunch of, a bunch of dudes back there who were big. Cause this is what we're doing now. Just give those guys to, to La Knight and have them send them out there to get wrecked by Samoa Joe until La Knight can sneak in and do his finisher, you
1: know, do uh, something like that. I actually really like LA Knight and I really liked him as Eli Drake. Um, I like him as Eli
0: Drake more than I like him as La But
1: Well, and yet part of it's just been his booking. Like, last week he was like, I lost this fake belt, which means I should get a real belt shot. And we were like, what? And then he was like, and now also I have issues with Johnny Gargano. So they need to fix his booking in a hurry, I hope. But, like, I'm... He hasn't been there terribly long, so I'm hoping that like as they break him in, you get to see more of of what he's capable of. But yeah. him as a mouthpiece for a stable, I think is a great idea because he can be he can lean in so many directions. He can be extremely showy, but he could also like ground a lot of stuff in in truth. You can kind of turn him up and turn him down as you need him to, uh, which is fun. And I think he did a lot of that with with Cameron Grimes. So I'm with you. He could lead a stable, just don't have Malcolm Bivens lead it because then it'll break up. Uh,
0: yeah, it's not good. So sad. Um, so, uh, I, I really enjoyed this little moment where um, MSK walked into Regal's office, and we're like, um, "We want to give uh, Birch and Lorkin a title match because we know they never lost it." And I think that's that's a that's a wonderful little detail of what makes a babyface team a babyface team, and it may be stupid because it may cost them the titles. Um, but I I I do appreciate that like that that's the thing that a babyface team would do, and I also liked the little detail of like um of uh, William Regal going, as various yes of course Odie and Daddy are owed a title match because they've never lost the, t- the belts, but be- because of their actions last week, I was going to strip them of the opportunity. But if you insist, gentlemen, like it was just this is a wonderful thing of like that little detail of they weren't going to get the title shot because they were bad boys, but. This magnanimous, honorable gesture from our babyface champ may have just sealed their fate. And I like that a lot because, like, if that little detail of they weren't going to get the title match, but now you asked for it. So next week we get MSK versus uh, Lorcan and Birch. I don't know if we're going to have the, the, a, a title um, uh, switch hands on a taped show, but um, but that kind of a thing uh, would may lead down the road. To something like that.
1: I couldn't agree more. I love all those little nuances because it also makes the bad guys feel more mean because <laughs> they got punished. They should be in timeout. Darn it. Uh, but if the baby face is asking for it, darn it. They deserve that shot. And you're right. Like that's, I kind of like when faces are, when they're stupid in the name of integrity, that's fine yeah. by me. <laughs> like when they're stupid because they're so stupid because they're trying to do the right thing that kind of stupid i'm okay with when they're stupid because they're just idiots doing yeah. dumb stuff that i don't like but when it's like a matter of like well this this championship is supposed to be a symbol of integrity and uh an integrity move would be to go give them a title shot mm-hmm. that's okay like yeah. I, I appreciate those things too
0: Dis- distracted like stupid because you were distracted by your opponents uh uh your the person you're feuding with ring music Coming up and looking at the Titan Tron, so you get rolled up by somebody else. That's the wrong kind of stupid. Uh being stupid the- on general principle. That's a good kind of stupid. I like
1: yes. That I was gonna say being on um, the top rope in a battle royal. Stupid. Yes,
0: yes stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't, <stupid>. don't think. <laughs> uh
0: Valab says, just a reminder, uh, Los Angeles Knight has the Kavorka. It's true, he does. Um, he's he said it himself, and who are we to doubt him? Um, so uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming Xia Li is no longer around Because she's not really talked about And they didn't do a thing where she left Like it would have been interesting if they had done like a whole thing Where like she had decided like If Mei Ying had said go out You're ready go out And and, and, and do something I know she, she got hurt in her match with With uh, with Raquel But it's a weird thing to like not have her around At all or even referenced So Boa is like I failed her last week but now Mei Ying's gonna come in and kick some ass next week, and so we get to see a five thousand year old dragon lady have her in ring debut. I wonder if she'll vape in somebody's face. Um, I, I, I okay, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um, they did, then they immediately went to this thing where like, I, I, is this like an Easter egg? We're supposed to be paying attention to this because we had way better go. I was trying to talk to the person who lost a uh, Zion Quinn or whatever who lost who won versus Boa last week, but I can't find him anywhere. And I was like, ooh, intrigue. Maybe he was kidnapped by Mei Ying. And then then Beth Phoenix just like negs it immediately. She's like, no, it's true. He trains by himself, so nobody really knows where to find him. Like, Wait, which is it? is it? Is it like innocuous thing? Like he likes to keep to himself or was he was he kidnapped by a 5,000 year old dragon lady who's going to fill his lungs with vape and that's metal in your lungs. Like that's a, this is a very important thing. We need to get to the bottom of this is what I'm saying.
1: We do, but at the same time, we don't because it's all ending in two weeks. So
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. All of these <laughs> things don't need to be getting the bottom of. It's it's you know it's it's like it's like a uh, Woody's Roundup from Toy Story Two, where where Woody found out that he was the star of a show uh, at one point. But there's the the cliffhanger, literal cliffhanger, where he's jumping over the Grand Canyon on the back of Bullseye, and then and there's no more episodes, and the show was canceled. Like I feel like we're, I, I would honestly love it if NXT after the taped episodes came back. For a live episode, it's all rainbow, and then they never mention anything that happened before ever again. Oh my
1: gosh, completely.
0: Like, like, just just and like and like anybody brings it up, like what are you talking about? That never happened. Like, it's just a completely different timeline that is starting right there. And
1: Can we give it. them all new names too.
0: Yes, all <laughs> new names.
1: Why all not? All new names,
0: all new names. Uh, new, new, new tag team champs, Rich Holland and Cocky. So that'll be fun. Um <laughs> So we got Raquel versus Jesse Um, and Jesse Camaya like, "I'm gonna hurt your leg," and uh, and Ra- Ra- Raquel Gonzalez is like, "Good luck with that." Here's a giant clothesline and my giant power bomb thing. Have fun. Have fun when you wake up. Um, and th- this is this is the kind of thing you I-, I wish they would do more often. Just let let the champ come out, wrestle a quick squash, and remind everybody that she's not to be fucked with. Because yeah. usually it's like they, they get, maybe they'll get one special match uh, along the way um, where it's a, a a title match or whatever. But usually it's like takeover and we won't see again until the next takeover. It's like, <laughs> we can, there's some stuff you can do in the, in the ring between there.
1: I agree with you. This is, especially for the type of champion that Raquel is, like, she should be doing this. Like, she is that dominant. She's had the title for that long. Like, you should be the kind of champion that just comes out, squashes somebody like a little bug and goes away. And yeah. um, I feel like she would be a really great replacement for Naya. <laughs> I'll just put it that way.
0: She's everything Naya isn't. Yeah. Like she's she's huge. Uh, without it being like a thing where like, I I feel like they wouldn't be tempted to be like, hey, why don't you slap your own butt? Like, right. Yeah, she, she has like, a
1: butt, but like you don't have to maybe like like she's
0: yeah. she's very very large without it being about a her thing. size, You know what I mean? Like, like that's I don't know how to say it in 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 a way that like like hey to Vince she's Nia Jax isn't big she's big and fat right and, that, and that's that's a that's an important point in Vince's eyes but you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just have this giant woman out there who's powerbombing women through the ring like yeah. that. But do I have any faith? No, of course that not. they that they won't do anything good with no. Raquel Gonzalez? No. No. Um, the nerd dude who says, May Yang's finisher has to be called meta, metal in <laughs> your lungs. It does. Um, I I would pop so hard. If, if she did the, the vape thing, if she blew smoke at somebody, and then we would have Wade Barrett go. That's metal in your lungs. Like, I, I, if I would, I would just howl on my couch at home. Please, Wade Barrett, if you're watching, please do that for me.
1: And then Beth Phoenix is like, "No, it's not. It's vape <laughs> in your face.
0: It's just water vapor. <laughs> um, it's completely harmless. There's no chemicals in that." Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so Joe gets a backstage interview with Wade Barrett and I, I like the tenor of this, like the whole, like it, I, now we are, I'm going to set a precedent now from now on, this is what it means to be NXT champion. Um, and I like that. I like this as that, this is the other stuff. It was really, was like great men who came before me, like the only two guys I fought, <laughs> Since Kanakamura and Finn Balor, the guy I took the title from and the guy who took the title from me. Like, those so, are the only two champions I recall from NXT. I haven't been watching the product, you see, and I hated the guy that I took the title from this time. So I have no idea who else was ever the champion. And,
1: and thought- so do you guys, by the way. Yeah. The guy yeah. that got Buddha the Performance Center because we yes. did such a good job with him. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I, I I like this. Uh, I like that he he's basically saying who's going to step up, um, and and I I think that it's it, it is an open ended thing now, and I honestly think they don't know, yeah, that they don't know what they're doing yet because they got to figure it out with the whole thing because there's the there's the Pete Dunn question still, of whether like what what his contract exactly is, so this seems like they're setting him up to be a to- a top challenger, but he might just be like just vanished like the net. when we come back to live episodes he might not be there anymore they just went and then they'll never mention him pete who peter peter what no that i that doesn't ring a bell no yeah
1: it's almost like fun at this point but also very sad because there's people's careers and a really great product at stake but it is kind of like this is getting wild like nobody knows when anybody's contract ends because apparently nobody in stanford can manage a fucking spreadsheet like with just names and dates in it does somebody have 30 days do they have 90 days what brand are they on like it's it's there's a horse loose and there's out. a horse loose
0: in a hospital
1: <laughs> oh my
0: goodness um yeah i <laughs> think
1: I'm gonna exist after this who
0: knows yeah who knows who knows i I, I, yeah. <laughs> I need I need uh like like for for, for Pete Dunn to cut a promo on somebody on the final taped episode and the next live episode they just do like a thing of like uh Pete Dunn died on the way back to his home planet like that was it. And they, like, they just poochie him out of existence, and we'll never, meet, we'll never mention him again.
1: Oh, my um, gosh. But, like, in the car crash, he was on his back, so he still went out on his back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Rain says the one thing we do know is that Adam Cole doesn't have any cavities.
1: Jeremy Lambert wrote a story on that today. You guys should go read it. It's very it, important.
0: It's very important. He doesn't have any cavities. That means he's medically cleared. Because if he medical. needs oral surgery... You never know when when he might be out. Um, They didn't
1: even pay all that for you guys. That is a hot story. That is a hot. That is available for the public.
0: Yes. Um. So uh. So Roderick Strong, like, I don't, I don't know. Do you like this? I don't like this. Um. He set up an open challenge last week on the show, and then they they like, and I was like, oh, I'm interested to see who's who it's going to be, and then they go, the. Open Challenge was answered over the weekend on social media. And I was like, what are you? Half the fun of the Open Challenge is seeing the dude's music, hearing the yep. guy's music hit. And he walks down the ramp and you get to see the champ in real time assess his chances of winning this match, his title defense or whatever it is. Like, I know Roderick Trunk's not a that. champ right now, but still, like, that's a thing. Like,
1: They did that on AEW once too, I think. I can't remember. Maybe with Britt. But it's it's so annoying. First of all, it wasn't even on TikTok, so what's the point if you're gonna do it on social media and it's not on TikTok exclusively? No. <laughs> Second of all, like, remember when Cena did it and Owens came out and it no. was insane. Like, that's kind of the point of the open challenge because when um, when, when Cena when point. Cena
0: did it and it was Owens, obviously that was insane. But like, when Cena did it and like guys who like you were like, oh. I would love to see this match. It'd be—I don't think they're gonna beat Cena, but this'll be great. Like Sami yeah. Zayn, like came out and had this match, and it was like mm-hmm. that was awesome. And like I remember one—an open challenge that I'll never forget—was um, was Seth Rollins doing an open challenge for the WWE title. Like come on out, who's gonna come out? And it was Neville. And they had like one of the greatest false finishes I've ever seen in my life. And the crowd was so into Neville maybe beating Seth Rollins. They were beside themselves when when Rollins got a foot on the rope. Um, And it was, oh my God. Like that kind of thing where it gets the people. You can find out who you need to push. Now the thing was, they found out who they needed to push with Neville, and they never pushed him. And so look where he is now. He's like you know he's doing something else somewhere else, being awesome. But like yeah. you can find out when you have things like this, the crowd goes crazy for for like the opportunity of this thing. And now it's like, listen, I love the, I love the little the little Japanese fellow with his blazer with his face on it. But we could have had like something really like important. I don't know if important is the right word, but like something really interesting here. And it was like o- obvious when he came out, they were like, oh, this guy's going to get the, the tar beaten out of him. And he did. And that was it. Like, it was okay, you know?
1: This also made me think about like the fact that it was taped. Because I was like, maybe they filmed the open challenge part of this after the match or something. Like, it felt so disjointed that I was like, this feels like a taped episode all of a sudden. But you're right. The purpose of the open challenge is to find out in real time who it is, because it makes your head go, like, what are the possibilities? This could be everyone, anyone, and then they just tell you, which is boring, and then the champ do the whole time, so it's like, well, then didn't you just create a matchup? Yeah,
0: a matchup. I mean, I, I I appreciate Jiro saying, um, Ikman Jiro saying that Kushida was his hero, is, is his hero, and that's why he's fighting for his honor or whatever, uh, and as soon as he is healthy, he will beat you for the title, uh, and like, okay, great. Um, uh, I want Kushida to come back healthy as soon as possible because I want to see that Roderick Strong versus Kushida match. They, he came, they came out with their, with their two giant white bread, loaves of white bread. Two giant walking loaves of white bread come out with Roderick Strong. The Diamond Mine is, well, is alive and well in, in, in the spirit of two giant walking loaves of white bread uh, who are the Creed Brothers. Now, I will say, I did appreciate what passes for long-term storytelling. Weeks ago, uh, Bivens was walking past Regal's uh, office, and there were two giant loaves of white bread working security, and he handed them his card, and now they're in the diamond mine. I do feel like that's basically how WWE is doing recruiting now, because yeah. now is when I'm going to read this tweet. From, jo- from John Canzano, who is a, uh, a reporter... Uh, in in uh, hold on, let me make sure here. Yeah, uh, for the Oregonian, he's a columnist for the Oregonian, sports columnist in Portland, Oregon. Portland State. It's a small, um, a small. Uh, uh, it's a very. It's a it's a decent sized university. Um, but but it has a small football team. Uh, this guy isn't small. He says Portland State offensive lineman John Kron, K R A. H N, so I feel like they're going to call him John Cron, but it's going to be K R O N N. Yep. John Cron, John um, uh, <laughs> Cron, 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 Cron. That's going to be his this chant.
1: is the tall Paul of the show. It is John yeah, Cron, yeah. John. John
0: Cron. <laughs> um, uh, he has received an inquiry from Ooh. WWE of Pro Wrestling. Um, height seven feet, weight. 416 pounds. There's a quote from Portland State's coach. He says his knee braces look like water park shoots. Um, WWE has not signed Cron, but it's sniffing around. Yeah. Sniffing around says this tweet. And so it begins. Yeah. We're not, no, this guy hasn't said, I'd like to be a professional wrestler one day. They found a man who is seven feet tall and 416 pounds and certainly isn't going from Portland State to the pros. And they were like, hey, 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 large fellow, would you like to come and be a be a wrestler? That's how they're doing recruiting now. No, no, more, no more indie guys. We're just going to go and we're going to grab giant failed athletes.
1: They didn't say, would you like to come be a wrestler? They said, hey, large guy, would you like to come be large? Because we're not wrestling anymore.
0: <laughs> like, like, would you, would just, you like to be like large inside a wrestling ring, and 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 then and we're gonna get people through piped-in chants to start going cron 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 cron. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, it well,
1: he a- is seven feet tall, and you can't teach that.
0: No, you can't. Um, you, you can't teach that. It's also hard to teach 416 pounds, <laughs> though. Though you though you you can teach somebody to overeat, I suppose um i i i don't I don't know how I feel about this because this is this 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 little thing means they're doing this a lot. yeah. and like this this isn't the one guy they reached out to. They just' they're just, they're just' doing this to everybody now. This is how we do things. This is how I, we do uh, things
1: i I work with sports agents and there's like a whole other guy in WWE that recruits for non-wrestling people and my guess is he just got very busy like his whole thing is like stars that didn't know they wanted to be wrestlers yet or like his tagline and i've seen him at the nfl combine and stuff so oh. like there's a guy whose whole job i just is.
0: love <laughs> he goes to the nfl combine and sees a dude run an eight second 40 and he's like yeah. okay no, okay sure. you're, you're obviously not getting drafted but you are a very large fellow
1: but you are very uh, large, I, and hopefully you don't have an agent so that we don't have to deal with them. That's what you're going for. I
0: just love the idea. Like, I know these guys wear them as, like, preventative measures, but the quote is about he has knee braces. So let's get him gigantic and already busted up. Perfect. Perfect. Get a guy who's got a history of knee problems who's seven feet tall and 400 pounds and who has no idea. Maybe John Cron is the guy they asked about Um, about uh, for, for for the – uh. Uh, 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 Focus group For what to do about NXT I've never watched wrestling I don't know what NXT is Perfect would you like to work for
1: (laughs) Do you want to be in NXT (laughs) What's NXT If I'm hiring someone for a job And I'm like well there's these people (laughs) That have been doing this job for years and they're trained and they are so passionate about it, they do it for no money and they lose money. Yep. Or there's a guy who has never heard of this job and has no interest in it and physically is less capable of doing the job. That's the guy I want.
0: Yep. That's what I want. I want that. Crazy um, pills. Um the so uh b- back on NXT <laughs> because we're a minute, we're an hour and 15 minutes into this thing. Uh Cameron Grimes is, is backstage uh being interviewed about uh oh, oh that Ted DiBiase, he taught me so much about, about life. Uh and then the Grizzly Young Vets come out. Um and they 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 taunt him with a with another replica. Like, could we buy you one from the a universal title from the WWE shop? And it's like uh uh so then Grimes takes the one from them and, and drops it on, on on Zach Gibson's toe. Uh, and he goes to the moon, (laughs) which, which I can't support in any way, but made me cackle. Like, I mean, listen, I'm all for a good pun. That was a bad pun. And it was that still made me laugh though.
1: Dare you, Sorry, That was a fantastic (laughs) pun.
0: But it doesn't make any sense. You can't tow something to the moon. I guess you suppose you could.
1: It doesn't make sense to drop a title on someone's foot either, instead of them in the head.
0: Also true. It's like it's in You gotta tow
1: them to the moon.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, I uh, yeah. So I guess we're gonna get um, Cameron Grimes versus Zach Gibson, or maybe Cameron Grimes has to find a tag partner. Who the hell is that gonna be? I don't know. Um. Um, so we get uh Ridge Holland Tommaso Champa um and Tomaso Champa won that's the main, That's the main thing I I thought for sure they were gonna have Ridge Holland beat him um but I it looks like they might be at least keeping Champa on the short list of guys who are gonna face Samoa Joe Tomaso Champa versus Samoa Joe is a dream match yeah like that's that's that is, uh, we talked about this last week. Those two eras did not overlap. Um, I know Tommaso Ciampa before he was Tommaso Ciampa had a match versus Samoa Joe in NXT. Samoa Joe beat the living crap
1: out of him. Yeah, and,
0: but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa. He was just like a guy who was there basically as an extended tryout. Now it would be amazing. So him beating Ridge Holland keeps that possibility open. Uh, Ridge got to throw him all over the place. Uh, Ciampa got to fight back strong. Um, he uh, he hit the air raid crash But but Holland kicked out of it And then he hit Willow's Bell um, And and credit Credit to Peter Dune, Who runs a tight ship Like he could have sent his boys in there At any time to, to end the match With a disqualification And beat up uh, Thomas O'Champa But he said no Ridge has got to take his lumps He's still a young fellow He's got to know uh, what it's like to lose And then he'll be extra angry next week I think uh, that's the only because what's what's the, what's the um, the precedent? It's always the heel sends his goons in to beat up somebody, and that's how they end matches. So the fact that that didn't happen means there must be a story there. Because I I have to force myself to think that good things are possible in NXT.
1: <laughs> or they're just like maybe we freeze anything to do with Pete Dunne. <laughs> I I really like this match. It was very physical. Like, you guys beat the hell out of each other. And I really want to see Samoa Joe versus Ciampa. I want Ciampa to win the title, though. So I don't know if I want this to be like the next thing that happens. But I'm also not opposed to Joe dropping the title and losing his ever loving mind. Um, I think that could be really fun. But I kind of want to see Samoa Joe just like chew up a bunch of people first before we get there but maybe that's what it'll be maybe you'll get a bunch of squashes and then all of a sudden he sees Chompa and is like whoa this guy's the real deal yeah. um and, and then drops it there but i thought this was a great way to close the show it was a clean finish i like those um the british boy band was standing strong more so than the rejected fret boys of diamond mind um i i thought this was a, a nice way to and this week of programming, that who knows if it's going to matter in four weeks from
0: now. Right, exactly. Um. Uh, so then, of course, the after Ciampa wins, then Pete sends the goon squad in there to beat him up, and then MSK gets to come down and play the heroes. And we actually got an MSK chant. Um. So I think they're trying to figure out ways to get MSK was not getting cheered, uh, for the longest time as champions, and now now they now they are, which is good. Maybe helping out Tommaso Champa helps that cause. Um, they're
1: great. Like they're shirt. they're like they it. should
0: they're great they're they're great and for whatever reason they just that that particular set, set of CWC people did not did not love them, but I'm um, I'm 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 good with with all this especially the, the clean finish especially Ciampa going over, um, it, it really makes me wonder of like how much of this stuff is going to be like just retconned out of existence in two weeks, um, because of because of the the new Rainbow NXT. Um, and how much of it is going to continue until, like, the next takeover cycle? Like, because you can't – I mean, we, we talk about, like, oh, John Cron. Oh, no. Like, he's going to go over Samoa Joe in three weeks. No. He has no idea what the hell's. he's still a, an active, uh, for all I know, uh, an active college football player. He's not in the PC yet. He hasn't even accepted the offer. If he's smart, he'll go to AEW. But what I'm saying <laughs> – I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> – but what I'm saying is, um, they, all these new people, eventually they're going to be put on TV way too early, but it's way too early for them to be thinking about putting them on TV way too early. Like, I think Parker Boudreaux is probably going to be on TV earlier than he should, but he's been at the PC for a few months. You got to wait a few months. That so is I feel like worry. I feel like six months from now, we're going to really start getting into the ugly, ugly part of it. But for a while, it's going to be half really ugly and half still good. And then we're just, it's going to be just us watching a, beloved, a, a loved one, like brain dead uh, in a vegetative state and just knowing we have to pull the plug eventually. But 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 there's still a, a chance for a miracle.
1: Well, and the thing with Champa too is it's safe, right? Like yeah. he's going to make anything work, so it makes sense to have him win on one of the last, like, of this taped batch because, like, he could lose next week and it would be fine. Like he's going to make anything work. Um, But I'm with you. Like what is going to, what talent is going to move on to the main roster with this and what storylines are going to die and what talent and storylines are going to stay in NXT. I don't have any idea. And if you don't want to move to the main roster, are you allowed to leave the company? What does that look like? Does anybody know how many days you have? Like there are so many question marks with, Everything that's to come. So it is like that was hanging over my head all night of like I don't I can only be so invested when I know but, this all might be gutted.
0: Yes, yeah, true. Um Joey Bagadona says everyone have everyone to do an amnesia angle <laughs> cap this check. I I agree. And then the final super chat, thank you so much, guys, from Ben Morris. He sees the tap out as consistent with Walter's character. He's a badass, but first and foremost, he's a professional. He gave it his all but was beaten. Um, that is not how i see walter i i see him as as an absolute he's 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 a monolith he's 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 not a to me like yes i'm sure he's a professional but he's like just this he's an unassailable um uh monster and and I, I i don't like seeing unassailable monsters uh tap out um i just don't i I've, I've, i feel like you you work so hard to build that um, it's just my own personal preference everybody has theirs but mine mine is that a, a tap out is is a is a is when you are a champion and you tap out to relinquish it you are giving up your title in the moment you should be willing to have a bone break if you were, if it keeps you giving your title like that's just especially when you're the guy otherwise yeah. it looks like it, to me it looks weak. In a at a regular match, absolutely tap out all you want. It doesn't matter. Wins and losses don't matter. But the title that you've been holding for several years, that matters. That's just my own thing. Kate Hensler, thank you so much for being on the show again. Uh we'll be be here for for the duration. Keep 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 coming back cuz cuz we're going to be here uh, just talking about how terrible all this is. But please tell everybody where you can find
1: it's so people true. can find you. You can find me at Kate on deck. I see there should be on the graphic Okay. Yeah, Between that. But we'll yeah, I
0: know, but that that's not me. I didn't do that. Talk to talk to Sean.
1: No, I'll, I'll blame Sean. His birthday's over. Please. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you can follow me there on Twitter. You can follow me uh, at the Mark Warder Podcast, which is all things elite immediately after Dynamite on Wednesday nights on Facebook and in podcast form after that. You can find me on Fridays with Sean Ross. The birthday boy yes. uh doing the SmackDown down aew rampage post show uh this week it's gonna be with Robert D. which I'm very excited about and I'm doing the all out post show with this guy.
0: Yes um I know
1: how mirrors work. <laughs> yes
0: fine. that's right um <laughs> we we are gonna we are going to be up until 7 a.m
1: I'm fine with it I'm because
0: I listen I'm not I have a I have a I have a family I, <laughs> I I, I have to be up and like taking care of a child in the morning. We, we This is going to be, I'm sure All Out is going to be five hours long and the podcast will be six hours. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hell of a night. Come join us for all six hours of our podcast. Uh, four it's, hours
1: of it? <laughs> Tall Paul and Pixie <laughs> Marshall. That's going to be four hours.
0: Mo- mostly will be about uh, Tall Paul. Mostly. <laughs> um. Yes, Tall Paul. Um, <laughs> thank you everybody for being here. Please uh, like the video if you haven't yet, uh, please. And subscribe to Fightful Select. And, and also, I'm gonna talk a lot about how, mu- how much Nia sucks on, on FIFA Select, so go do that. Yeah, bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,